0: The hour of 7, having arrived, I'm going to call the meeting to order. The clerk will call the roll.
1: Nelson. Here. Nelson here, O'Loughlin. Here. O'Loughlin here, Pertle. Purtle here, Rip. Here. Rip here, Ritz. Ritz here, Rusk. Rusk, absent. Selop. Selop, absent. Shower. Shower is here. Shower, absent. Schmidt. Schmidt, absent. Stubbs. Here. Stubbs here, Veldrin. Here. Veldrin here, Wegleitner. Wegleitner here, Willet. Willet here. here, Williams. Here. Williams here, Young. Here. Young here, Weeful. Weeful absent. Baird. Here. Baird here, Bolly. Bolly here, Chenoweth. Here. Chenoweth here, Clausius. Here. Clausius here, Downing. Here. Downing here, Die. Die here, Erickson. Here. Erickson here, Farrell. Farrell absent. Gillis. Erickson. Gillis absent. Hendrick. Here. Hendrick here. Jones.
2: Here.
1: Jones here. Keeper.
2: Here.
1: Keeper here. Kilmer. Here. Kilmer here. Kolar. Here. Kolar here. Krause. Here. Krause here. Levin. Here. Levin here. Metano. Matano absent. McCarville. Here. McCarville here. Miles. Here. Miles here. Corgan.
0: Here. Twenty-eight supervisors are present. Um, Supervisors Farrell, Rust, Gillis, and Zweifel had indicated that they would not be joining us this evening. We'll be led in our prayer inspirational message this evening by Supervisor Nelson.
3: Thank you, Chair Corrigan. Uh, I originally thought uh, that my remarks tonight would be more timely at our May 4th meeting, which was four days before National Teacher Appreciation <laughs> Week. But then uh, State Representative Dave Constantine came to my rescue uh, in an op-ed piece in was politics. He said that every week should be uh, National Teacher Appreciation Week. Uh, and in addition, uh, this evening we have congratulated our Youth Governance Program Class of 2017 and will soon be welcoming the Class of 2018, uh, not to mention the fact that there are a number of you supervisors who uh, serve as a teaching role as mentors uh, to the YGP students. Um, some of you might uh, see where I'm going here. Uh, The last time, my first time that I stood up in this role, I uh, acknowledged a uh, professor uh, who gave some very astute advice to a classroom of college sophomores about how to get, uh, really how to understand and uh, get more value out of uh, studying Chaucer's world and his pilgrims. Uh, I'm not going to replay that now, but I'll just sum it up in four words. It's basically step outside of yourself. And uh, maybe it didn't happen right away, but uh, that advice really resonated with me. And to this day, it's something that you know, I just don't practice when I'm reading history, but I use it in all kinds of applications. So what I want to do now is go back maybe three years before this college time of mine, back to the fall of 1967, Uh, the start of my senior year at Warren P.A. High School, and also more specifically the start of a social studies elective class taught by Mr. Weber that was called uh, Problems of Democracy, or P.O.D., as we called it in the vernacular. Um, This class was thoroughly steeped in current events. Uh, Two of the topics that we discussed was the Six-Day War, which had just happened a few months before the start of our senior year, and uh, the Vietnam War, which was still escalating at that point. Uh, Needless to say, we didn't have a textbook at that time, a standard textbook. In fact, what Mr. Weber had us do each week was read three uh, substantial articles from magazines and newspapers, and he tried to keep us away from Time and Newsweek, uh, uh, with The idea being that um, he wanted us to challenge ourselves and get outside our comfort zone. So we would read and, and comment and hand in these note cards to him every week. Now, I, I confess that in September, the inspiration hadn't come yet, and probably not in October or November. But by the end of the school year, this assignment really transformed My reading, my habit of reading, particularly with with, uh, current events. And it influenced the way I approached the magazines and uh, newspapers in a library or a newsstand. And actually, now I can draw a direct line from Mr. Weber's POD class to my current infatuation with Feedly and Google Alert. Uh, so it's just it's sort of a never-ending thing. So in summary, I guess what I want to uh, uh, impart to our outgoing and uh, incoming YGP students and maybe to young people in general that um, you know, at a point down the road in your life, I hope that um, you'll still be inspired and guided by something uh, your teacher told you, taught you, or just some piece of advice that may have seemed inconsequential at the time, but just grew in meeting as years went by. Uh, Because, as I've been fortunate to learn, uh, teacher appreciation can sometimes last a lifetime. Please join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Nelson. Um, The first item on our agenda tonight is a special matter, the 2017-2018 Youth Governance Program Participant Pinning. And Lynn Green and Carrie Edgar and Jess Gulfie-Calkins are going to come forward to, I think I've Are you Brianna is going to come forward um, to and Jess to present the um, pins and I'll come down too to help. But I think and so and parents, if you wanted to come out and take pictures as your child is being pinned or receiving their pin, um, please feel welcome to walk out into the floor um, to get
4: a better angle on the pictures. So good evening and welcome. It's hard to believe it's been a whole year since we did this. It's gone fast. Um, as you know, the and first of all, should we be introducing ourselves? So I'm Lynn Green, the director of Dane County Human Services. I'm Jess Guffy Calkins, uh, 4-H and Youth Development Program
5: Assistant at UW Extension.
6: And I'm Brianna Stapleton Welch, and I'm the 4-H Youth Development Educator with UW Extension.
4: Everybody knows Supervisor. <laughs> okay, great. Good. So as you know, the youth governance Pro- uh, program is a year-long program that was created by the County Board of Supervisors and is administered to a partnership of Dane County Human Services and UW Extension Dane County. And it allows young people to have the opportunity to learn about local government while bringing youth voice and representation to the county board. During our reception um, before this meeting, we honored the youth who have completed their terms as representatives this past year with a certificate of recognition. And I would just ask you to please, once again, congratulate them on a job well done.
5: We have the distinct honor of introducing the 12 youth selected for the 2017 cohort of the Youth Governance Program. These young people are all mature, talented, and engaged citizens of the county, and we look forward to the great things they will do. When we call your name, please step forward to receive your official Dane County Board of Supervisors pin from Chair Corgan and Department Head Lynn Green. Um, Please hold your applause until all the youth have been announced, and then we will um, congratulate them together.
6: First, we have uh, Luis Abreu Socorro, and he will be a senior at Madison Memorial High School, and he will be serving on the Public Protection and Judiciary Committee.
5: Oh
4: yes. (laughs) We did rehearse.
5: Uh, Next, we have Juan Alvarez-Zavala, who will be a senior at Verona Area High School and will be serving on the Health and Human Needs Committee.
4: The best committee.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Eric Armenta will be a senior at Madison West High School and will be serving on the Personnel and Finance Committee. Phoenix Borowski will be a senior
5: at Wanakee High School and will be serving on the Environment, Agriculture, and Natural Resources Committee.
6: Sarah Fallberg will be a junior at Monona Grove High School and will be serving on the Public Works and Transportation Committee.
5: Joseph Finkelmeyer will be a sophomore at Madison La Follette High School and will be serving on the Personnel and Finance
6: Committee. Sam Fisher will be a freshman at DeForest High School and will be serving on the Zoning and Land Regulation Committee.
5: Gray will be a senior at Madison East High School and will be serving on the Environment, Agriculture, and Natural Resources (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: Committee.
6: Jessica Kim will be a junior at Middleton High School and will be serving on the Public Works and Transportation Committee. Sophie Coyman will be a senior at Verona
5: Area High School and will be serving on the Health and Human Needs Committee.
7: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Iyomi Obuse will be a senior at Madison West High School and will be serving on the Zoning and Land Regulation Committee.
5: <laughs> Leticia Rodriguez will be a senior at Milton High School and will be serving on the Public Protection and Judiciary Committee.
6: Yes, so welcome to all of you, and please join me in congratulating these outstanding young people of Dane County.
0: Carrie's getting that picture. I just want to say thank you so much to all of the staff that work with the students too. Thank you to Jess and to Brianna and Carrie from UW Extension, to Lynn from Human Services for helping us make this possible. Okay, we are on to announcements. Does anyone have any announcements this evening?
8: Supervisor Stubbs. Thank you, Madam Chair. This announcement is going to be very brief. I stand to thank our Sheriff and our Dane County deputies for the awesome job that they did over the weekend at the broadcast. I was there and witnessed some of those fights that the media talked about, but I stand and I applaud um, the dignity of our sheriff department, the deputies that were there did a wonderful job, and I'm so proud. The things did not turn out the way that it could have, but it certainly tra- it certainly played a big role in the training that they've had. And I personally called the sheriff on, fr- on Saturday night, and I told him how proud I was to stand there and witness how our deputies did so much to diffuse situations that involved our youth and try to, redact things, try to um, place them in a, in a place of you don't want to go in the criminal justice system. And so I was just so proud to see the work that our deputies did. And so I salute our sheriff for the work that he's doing, but most importantly, those deputies that were there on Friday night at the broadcast. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Supervisor Stubbs.
0: Supervisor Jones.
5: Good evening. I just wanted to let everybody know that this coming weekend is the Mount Horeb Area Arts Association 11th Annual Spring Art Tour, June 2nd through the 4th, Friday through Sunday from 10 until 5. And I'll put one of these in all of your boxes so you can come out and look at all of the beautiful artwork that is produced and done in Dane
0: County. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Jones. Further announcements? I just would like to um, say happy birthday to those who are celebrating their birthday this month. Um, On the 3rd, Supervisor Levin will be celebrating his birthday. On the 7th, Supervisor Gillis. And on the 28th, Supervisor Dye. Happy birthday to all of you. On to approval of payments. Is there a motion on bills over $10,000 referred to the county board? Moved by McCarville, seconded by Matano. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the bills are approved. On the county board minutes of May 4th and May 18th, is there a motion? Supervisor Chenoweth moves. Supervisor Miles seconds. Approval of the minutes. Is there discussion? Seeing none on the minutes of May 4th and May 18th, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the minutes are approved. On the consent calendar, items F one to F eight. Are there any requests for separation? Supervisor Willett.
2: F three, please.
0: F three. Further requests? Seeing none. On F one and F two and F four to F um, eight, uh, what for us is a recommendation to approve? Um, is there any discussion? Seeing none. All those in favor, opposed, say no. The ayes have it, and those items are approved. On F3, award of contract for library service renovation, resolution 33. Sir, discussion. Supervisor Willett.
2: Thank you, Madam Chair. A fairly simple thing, but if we look at it on lines uh, 21 and 22, it says there are sufficient funds available for this project. Then it says, do you need a term of borrowing statement question? Example term of the borrowing used to support this project will be 20 years I assume that the term of the borrowing is 20 years and we just need to remove the line that says do we need an example can we find out for sure that this is a 20 year term
0: let me speak to the control error
3: you're correct supervisor Willard
2: okay so do you need a motion to remove the uh, is this example line or can you do that as a correct um,
0: I think your your motion then is to um, strike do you need a term of borrowing Statement, and example. the word example, yeah. Okay. Move, I will. A second. Then I also
2: notice that the fiscal note appears to be blank, so we should fix that as well.
0: Um The one I have here is not blank.
2: Fine. It's all like the one that I okay. see in legislators does seem to be
0: blank. Okay. So. The, the clerk indicates okay. he can he could correct a technical error too that we don't need a motion on Fine. that. Fine. So Thank he'll you. Correct the technical error. Um, so, and the fiscal note is in there. So, further discussion on Resolution 33. Seeing none, the, um, what's before us is the Public Works and Transportation Committee's recommendation to uh, um, to approve. Uh, all those in aye? Opposed, say no. The ayes have it. And Resolution 33 is approved. <coughs> on... Reports on zoning petitions, items H1 to H10, what's before us is the committee recommendation. Are there any requests for separation on zoning petitions, H1 to H10? Seeing none, um, as I said, what's before us is the committee recommendation. Is there discussion on any of these items? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and the committee recommendation is approved. On resolutions, resolution 649 creating the Dane County Healthy Farms, Healthy Lakes Task Force. Um, we have one registrant, um, Paul Deerlove, who's um, representing um, the Clean Lakes Alliance, wishes to speak in support. Paul? Yeah, would
9: you, like to go. you can come
0: forward to the microphone right here.
9: Thank you. Uh, My name is Paul Dearlove. I'm the Watershed Program Director for Clean Lakes Alliance, and uh, we want the county for proposing this action to create this task force. Uh, We believe that this is an important step to bring the right people to the table uh, through a public process that's going to be transparent, um, that will allow us to really evaluate the challenges and opportunities that lie ahead of us, um, it reminds us of the Yahara Clean process. It's a Capital Lakes environmental assessment and needs process that really put us on a, a path to cutting phosphorus, uh, phosphorus pollution into the Madison, greater Madison Lakes by 50%. Um, That involved all the right stakeholders um, and key partners coming together around the table, kind of agreeing on what what steps need to be taken and how those steps should be taken, Um, and we're already um, moving well along on that process of of, of, uh, reaching those those goals. Um, But we do feel like this task force is is timely. It's necessary. We know that the the greatest share of our uh, phosphorus pollution to the lakes is um, from agricultural areas. And we also know the importance of our farming community to, uh, to our economy, to our, our culture. So we wanna m- make sure that we can truly evaluate whatever policies, standards, practices, initiatives are being proposed and in light of maintaining and protecting the livelihoods of, of, of farmers. And we believe that those are, are uh, mutually uh, intertwined and not exclusive. Um, So we we, uh, appreciate the opportunity to have a seat at the table of this this task force and appreciate the fact that uh, many stakeholders that are involved in this issue would be coming together to kind of work through these these challenges. So thank you.
0: Thank you, Paul. Are there any questions for the registrant? Supervisor Kiefer has a question.
9: I'll preface
10: my question by saying thank you so much for the work you do with Clean Lakes Alliance. It's a really tremendous organization and One thing that really motivates me is the um, commitment of Clean Lakes Alliance to reduce (laughs) phosphorus pollution into the lakes by 50%. And my question to you is, in terms of that goal, which is so important, um, do you believe that this task force will help us move the ball downfield, so to speak, towards that goal of the 50% reduction of phosphorus pollution into our lakes? Will the task force help, maybe not entirely achieve the goal, but will it help towards achieving that goal?
9: I do. I think the task force is a recognition that um, achieving the goals that we previously set out is going to be not just a challenge, but uh, downright difficult uh, and, 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 and potentially not even in the, the time frames that we had originally estimated. Uh, there are multiple drivers that are um, uh, you know the, the original plan was based on a certain baseline and certain modeling. Uh, what it didn't take into a, into account is uh, a lot of the changes that are happening in the agricultural community, the consolidation of, of livestock facilities, um, the, uh, the, the loss of, of spreadable land where manure can be spread on, uh, on crop fields uh, didn't account for a lot of the climate change impacts that we're seeing. Um, so I, I think by taking that, those issues into concern, taking sort of the, the, the latest research that is coming out of the university in, in, into, into light, and, uh, and, and then working together to, to, to make sure that we're going to meet those goals, to account for those those uh, new headwinds that we're facing, I think is really important. So I do believe that the task force is a way for us to kind of make sure that we get back on on, on the path that we need to get on to, to reach those goals.
0: Thank you. Further questions? Seeing none, um, thank you, Paul. Thank you. Um, is there discussion? What's, I should say, what's before us on Resolution 649 is um, the ENER – recommendation to approve as amended. Supervisor Kohler. Thank you,
11: Chair Corrigan. I support this resolution to create a Healthy Farms, Healthy Lakes Task Force. We are blessed here in Dane County with tremendous assets, and at the top of the list are our farms and our lakes. This task force will build on the knowledge and experience gained to date from agriculture, monology, and watershed experts and policymakers. As we continue to reduce the amounts of phosphorus entering our lakes, we can learn and do more to increase this reduction and also expand on the improvement of farmland and nutrient management practices. Nearly every day, speaking of being blessed, I have the opportunity to walk by a Dane County lake. Walking by this morning, it looked like you could drink it. I've heard the water described as gin clear. It's phenomenal how clear it was. This afternoon, there's an algae bloom. We can't rest. We have to keep, as uh, Mr. Gerlove has mentioned this evening, we still have more work to do. With members from organizations such as Clean Lakes Alliance and Yahara Pride Farms, as well as others, I'm confident the task force will result in the further reduction of phosphorus entering our lakes while also benefiting our farms. This way, all of Dane County will benefit. Thank you, Chair Gordon. Thank you, Supervisor
0: Kohler. Supervisor Downing.
12: Well, thank you, Madam Chair. I too am in favor of us doing our best to clean up the lakes. And that's why I'm going to vote against this resolution. And uh, there's three main reasons for that. One being, number one being the track record of our Land and Water Resources Department. The second being um, the farmer reaction that I've uh, had so far to this proposal. And then the last one, going back to the department, uh, new ideas that uh, they are uh, addressing to uh, further us in in our efforts. So let me just go into a little depth on each one of those. Um, The track record. Just recently, uh, a group called the um, World Resources Report, in conjunction with the American Farmland Trust, um, cited... Our efforts in the Pleasant Valley watershed and commended them for their efficacy. Uh, basically, they, they noted that we've reduced the phosphorus storm loads by 55%, reduced the sediment loading by 66%, and increased the trout populations by 70 to 100% compared to control areas. Those, those streams that they're talking about are the German Valley Watershed, the uh, West Branch of the Sugar River, S- Sistafed Fe- Sista Crit, you think I could pronounce that, it's, it's in my town, uh, the Pleasant Valley Watershed. Um, and how did they do that? They did that by getting the farmers to voluntarily uh, take on practices and that's, that's what really works. The second uh, concern is that farmers. Um, the meetings that have been held on this to date have been held during peak field work season. There haven't been farmers showing up at these, um, yet uh, I have heard from some of them. And, in fact, um, at the Land Conservation Committee meeting, uh, meeting, uh, the only farmer that sits on either the Land Conservation Committee or the Environment, Ag, and Natural Resources Committee voted no along with me and his reason being you know he said um, voluntary efforts have gone a long way and in fact up in the uh, Northwest watershed, the O'Hara watershed um, farmers have been engaging these practices and have and like buffer strips and the like and they've committed to uh, getting their pH levels well beneath the state mandated uh, requirements. And his comment was, sure we've been doing that but the uh, payments aren't really that good and if you start coming down on us hard, um, maybe we'll just let that go and we'll live with the state standards. I think what we could be looking at here are unintended consequences. It pays for your good deeds. And given, given, I think that's a definite risk here. We could uh, end up harming our lakes if the farmers decide, well, we've had enough of this. Um, then I'd like to go back to the department. Um, at the next Land Conservation Committee meeting, we'll be considering um, a proposal to ask for new ideas. So the department is not stagnant in in this at all. They're looking for new ideas, new approaches and um, I think that uh, they should be rewarded for that. Uh, This particular proposal will take up more staff time that could be better devoted to some of these other programs and, and bringing the farm community in I think that's a very good way to achieve what we're, what we're after. I think that's my three main points. Uh, yes, let's clean up the lakes. Let's do it with the cooperation of the farmers who've uh, shown their willingness to work with us and uh, deal with it in those matters instead of this. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Downing. Supervisor Keeper.
12: Thank you, Madam Chair.
10: Boy, this is hard uh, because I care so much about cleaning up the lakes, and that's the number one thing I'm interested in on the county board. And to limit what I have to say, to guess a few words, is going to be tough for me. But I'm going to really uh, try hard to do it. I strongly support this resolution. And what I think about when I think about it is the adage of think globally, but act locally. And this is really what's it about. Um, like millions of other people earlier today, as is on the think globally part, um, I was uh, frankly horrified to see what uh, happened in the, the Rose Garden at the White House today, the announcement with regards to climate change and pulling out of the Paris Accord. And we on the county board don't have an opportunity to to do that directly, but we do have something we can do today, something that actually does relate in some way to climate change, which is cleaning up our lakes. And as the uh, Clean Lakes Alliance representative noted, one of the problems we're facing with cleaning up our lakes is, in fact, climate change, the effects of climate change, because – and again, I have to stop myself because I'll get too deep into all the science of it, but essentially climate change uh, makes it harder for us to clean up our lakes is the summary of it. And this task force, I think, is so important to take a look at this problem from 30,000 feet, looking at the various trends that are going into climate change is one of them, Uh, trends in agriculture and agricultural economics is another one, Um, and really to come up with what is the plan that we're going to do. And we've had extensive debates about this um, on the ENER committee. and also on the uh, Land Conservation Committee, I've, I don't know how many hours it all added up to total. But suffice it to say, this resolution has been uh, very thoroughly debated, and I think it's very necessary. This is our opportunity to say as a county board, we may not be able to change what happened today with the, with the Paris Accord, but we can take the action at the level that we're at which is cleaning up the lakes and approving this resolution designed to do that. So I strongly urge my colleagues to vote yes on this resolution. Thank
13: you.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Kiefer. Supervisor Rip.
13: I'm not recommending yes or no vote. I just want to make sure that the board knows that this could backfire, I noticed we got all sorts of uh, emails from a lot of city folks saying this is wonderful. I didn't see a single farmer saying it's wonderful. Everything to this point has been pretty well farmer instigated, farmer led, and this could backfire because like Supervisor Downing, I've heard from some of the farmers who are not very happy. On the other hand, this, this could work. I don't know. Um, I just hope it doesn't backfire, and I know farmers, and basically telling them what to do is not going to work very well. You have to get buy-in, and so I definitely worry about what we're doing. I know this board, if it does backfire, we'll never admit it, so you're never going to prove it, but I do worry. I mean, I don't work on Thursday, so I spent this morning out at Indian Lake with the DNR, and our staff was, you know, getting rid of curly pond weed, and, um, and I were trying to find out the turbidity, what's wrong out there. Um, and then I spent the afternoon pulling garlic mustard, so I tend to do the environmental things, but this one does worry me because of the possibility of it making it worse.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Rep. Supervisor Williams.
7: Thank you, Madam Chair. I just wanted to quick speak about um, the discussions that we've had so far tonight on Land Conservation Committee. As Supervisor Kiefer mentioned, we did have some good discussions about this task force and weighing the pros and cons of creating this sort of committee, uh, but... We made some pretty good changes, in my view, on the different composition of the task force to make sure that all of the stakeholders are engaged and to make sure that what we hope to achieve can actually be achieved in a timely manner. You know, I might be one of the few people who thinks in Dane County we have a lot of studies. I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but um, one of my concerns is this would just be another study but when we really look at what's in it, we're not only just looking at the best practices and the data and the research, we're also looking at the different funding opportunities for the farmers to implement some of these programs. And that's what I'm most interested in getting from this study and the recommendations based on that. If we can come up with a lot of great ideas and mandates or recommendations, but if they're not going to be able to do it, then You know that was just a waste of a year or two of studies and (laughs) research. So I really look forward to the information that comes from the study as well as the recommendations that come out of it. Thank you.
0: Thank you Supervisor Williams. Supervisor Chenoweth.
14: Thank you Madam Chair. I I rise in support of this uh, resolution. Uh, As chair of the Land Conservation Committee we've we've put in a lot of hours to discussing this issue uh, uh, since the first of the year actually regarding uh, uh, our manure applications on our, our farms in the upper Uhura. Um I, do, I don't really look at this as another uh, I look at it as an opportunity to, 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 to study this issue but also look at it as an opportunity to listen to the farmers. We, we went out of our way to actually create a membership that, that represents the farming community here and uh, I think uh, it does and I think uh, it also <laughs> represents the environmental community and, and, and policymakers and I think uh, one of the key issues we're going to find from this is we, we have to listen to everybody at the table. And if we listen to everybody at the table, we'll come up with solutions for uh, some of the key issues that we have to deal with. We, we are still fighting uh, uh, phosphorus runoff in, in the, uh, from agricultural applications, and it's a, it's a real problem. And, and we're, we're, we're tackling it with voluntary issues and voluntary uh, cooperation and conservation issues that are... are are part of the standard of of operation. And that might be where we still end up at, but we need to listen to everybody's story at the table. And I I fully believe this task force will get us there. And I I urge my colleagues on this board to support this resolution and let's let's, let's put this team together.
0: Thank you, Supervisor
15: Chenoweth. Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I support this resolution um, and the task force. I do have some questions though. Um, about some of the lines there's a a commitment or a charge to um, make sure the task force helps to um, educate the community on the objectives and make um, transparent County Board actions it also talks about regular scheduled public meetings and support from UW Extension in convening those meetings and staffing those meetings Um, we create some really important committees in this, uh, this board, and we uh, charge them with a lot of important work. But what concerns me is when, you know, a lot of times these meetings are held in the middle of the day, um, when many people um, cannot attend and they're not taped. So people can't go and um, view those committee meetings later. Um, so I'm wondering, I, I don't know when the best time <laughs> for farmers and the diverse stakeholders will be to meet. But I am wondering if UW Extension has any capacity to um, tape these meetings, make them um, available online, on demand, um, stream them live, and then make them available on demand um, later so folks who are not able to attend because they're working or in the field or um, somewhere else can um, be educated on this important process and we have the buy-in from the community and, and the transparency that this resolution calls for. So, I don't know if any of the authors could speak to that or if this, what the specifics of the transparency and the convening of the meetings was um, discussed at all in uh, any of the committees. But um, hope, I'm hoping someone can address that.
0: I don't think there's anyone from Extension here this evening. Um, at this point, they left with the youth members. But um, I, I think that as most committees, a task force like this, they're gonna to have to come together and figure out what the best times are for that group to meet. Um, but, and there are there's capacity for taping um, in this chamber, um, but it, as you know, we have a limited capacity in other areas and I don't know that there is, depending on where the meetings are held, um, what the capacity would be for taping that. Further discussion? Supervisor Dye.
16: Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, I just wanted to rise in support of this resolution um, and also just in support of what I think uh, has generally been our approach to issues, whether it's on cleaning up our lakes or other issues of taking a collaborative approach first. Um, And in fact, the word collaboration actually appears in here, Um, considering agricultural business perspective also appears in this resolution. And I don't think that this is a departure um, from how we have attempted to do business, uh, which is including stakeholders and finding solutions that can be a win-win. Since being elected, I've had the chance to serve on the Extension Committee, and one thing that I've always been incredibly impressed with is how hard they work to find ways that help us meet our goals of being more green in our approaches that also – Make economic sense uh, a different sort of green for our farmers, and I think those sorts of partnerships and explorations are something that we have to continue and Tonight, we don't have a choice about whether or not um, to have a conversation about making changes in how we're cleaning up our lakes or not. What we have a choice on is whether we're going to create a task force to have stakeholders participating in that conversation formally or we're going to decide it at the county board. Um, And I don't want to decide it at the county board. I want to have a task force that includes people who um, have an expertise in this, who have a practical experience in this and who are ultimately going to have a practical impact on their day-to-day lives at the table when we're making these decisions. Um, But this isn't an issue that we can ignore in Dane County. We have far too many lakes and um, water bodies that are in a really important part of who we are as a community and it's our responsibility not just as county board members but as each and every member of our community uh, to take part in cleaning that up. And so by passing this today, what we're doing is creating a place for this conversation to continue that isn't just between us. If we vote no on this today, we're voting against including other people in a conversation that is going to have to happen anyway. Because as other speakers have pointed out, climate change is impacting our initial plans. The change in agricultural practices is impacting those initial plans. And that doesn't mean that we have to be at odds with each other as we continue to pursue solutions, but it does mean we have to reevaluate where we started from. And so that is going to happen. I hope that it happens with all of your support in voting yes on the task force before us so that we can make sure that we include the public as much as possible, that we have thoughtful conversations, and that this is a conversation that is led by stakeholders who are impacted. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Dye. Is there further discussion on Resolution 649? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, say no. No. The ayes have it, and Resolution 649 is approved. Um, Resolution 653, authorizing a three party design engineering services contract between Dane County, Wisdat, and Core Inc. for the Glacial Drumlin Chair, um, Trail. Um, what's before us is the Environment, Agriculture, and Natural Resources Committee recommendation to approve finance approved sub one. Is there a motion on sub one? Moved by Dye, seconded by Pirtle. Um Is there discussion on sub one to resolution 653? Supervisor Rip. I just wanted to
13: Quickly explain the, that you know, Parks Commission voted no recommendation. We didn't want to hold it up, and when it came to the Parks Commission, it had no numbers. So the original one with no numbers really didn't feel right to pass that. So we simply did no recommendation, so it moved forward.
0: Okay, thank you, Supervisor Rep. Further discussion on sub one to resolution 653? Seeing none. All those in favor, say aye. Opposed, say no. The ayes have it, and Sub 1 is approved. Resolution 653 is appro- as amended by Sub 1. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 653 is approved. Um, we are now on to item M, um, M, items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage. We have items M1 to M11. Are there any requests for separation? Seeing none, um, these um, are listed as um, needing two-thirds majority for passage, and I'd like to record them as having passed unanimously if there's no objection. Is there any objection to items M1 to M11 being recorded as having passed unanimously? Seeing none, they will be so recorded. And we are on to um, such other business as the county board is authorized to conduct by law. Miles moves adjournment. Shower seconds. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and we are adjourned.